Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with Robert Lewis of Inc. Realty, Philip talks about shorting the dollar and buying real estate. The three types of money. Owning real estate without having to manage the properties yourself. And the math behind real estate investing. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast here with Rob, the realtor. What up, Rob? What's going on, sir? Live and in full effect. Yes, sir. Well, we, we were talking before about you know my my big picture, um, you know, still macroeconomic view of what's going on in the world, and 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 to summarize it shortly for the audience so they can know where we're going is you. You, you you can basically break down the three forms of money that we store value in as uh, debt-based money. And so that's going to be basically cash and cash derivatives. So it's going to be you know, cash, bonds, stocks, which are all just derivatives of cash, right? Think of paper money. Um, you have that money. Then you have commodity-based money, which is money that's based on a commodity, which is a fixed supply asset. So in, in that, you tend to think of, um, you know, gold, uh, Bitcoin, and you know, and and commodity-based money is is kind of also real estate. But I put real estate in its own third bucket because a lot of commodity-based money is. Uh, I just put real estate in a whole different asset class for just for my own mental reason. So the third bucket is is is, is real estate. Um, and so when throughout history, and this is I'm not talking about 10-year history or 20-year history, I'm talking like hundreds of years of history. Right, of, right, you know, right. You know, whenever uh debt-based systems rise and fall, right? Commodity money has been here since the beginning of humans, real estate, gold you know, grain, wheat, that's been here since the beginning of, of time. Uh-huh. And uh, whenever a debt-based system dies, which they always die every 50 years or so, um, people, while it's in the process of dying, people tend to shift their assets towards commodity-based money and real estate, right? Here's why I separate real estate, because you got the actual commodities, but then a lot of the commodities are on real estate, but so you got to separate it out because there's two different values, right? So that's a, that's a whole conversation, but but also in the commodity, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. But also in the commodity bucket uh, in digital age, right? Because previously to the internet, you know, you didn't you you didn't have commerce or value uh, digitally, right? So we didn't do we couldn't buy and sell goods on the internet, right? Um, and so the reason why you see Platforms like Facebook or Amazon <clears throat> or Etsy have lots of value is because they are kind of like digital real estate, right? So if you, you know, that platform allows you to, as a business, like make money and do and do business. Uh, I mean, just, even more so, uh, not to cut you off, but even more so now with, with the whole uh, metaverse, you know, people are literally buying digital real estate for yeah. multiple 
high millions of dollars. Yeah, which, which in my opinion, that's a terrible investment as of December 2021. But yeah, you're right. I mean, people are doing it. And so and so in that bucket right now, for me, I put Bitcoin as as commodity money. But he, but here's where I'm going. So that's like that's kind of like the framework. Three three buckets of money. The debt based system is dying. I talk a lot about the commodity money in the context of Bitcoin and other future uh, uh, developments in that area. But we're talking about real estate. And and so one of the things I'm running into, and I wanted to have an episode about it, is this even is, is with myself, right? You know, when, when I think of real estate, you know, what I, what I like about real estate is that I could borrow money against it, which is like shorting the dollar. Because I think, I, you know, if you think the debt-based system is dying, then you want to short the dollar and you want to put it in a in a better bucket, right? So I like that because you can borrow a lot of money to buy the asset. Um, and I think it's, I think it's going to go up relative to the dollar, right? So I definitely want to do it. But the, but the downside is, me and a lot of the people that I know, like we just don't want to maintain multiple properties, right? So I want to have money in the properties. I just don't want to maintain it. And so I just want to talk about, um, you know, things like we, we, we can start with Airbnb. You know, if, if you know, if I were to buy Airbnb, which, which you can probably make generate a decent amount of revenue to cover expenses, taxes, and the debt that you borrow uh, at a minimum, like how do I, how, are, are there ways for me to buy Airbnbs and not have to maintain it myself? From my perspective, and, and granted, I, I will be the first person to say, I don't know a ton about Airbnb investments, but the little that I do know is the, the process of purchasing a house is the same. It's the house of the house. Um, what you do with it after you purchase it is what creates the Airbnb. So as opposed to how you would set up a, a standard rental, uh, which would be no furniture, um, and everything is brought in by the, the by the tenant. Uh, Airbnb is basically fully furnished. Everything is provided, and when I mean everything, I mean all the even small living living items, toilet paper, towels, you know, uh, things like that. Now, obviously, people bring in their own food, cleaning supplies, all those types of things. Uh, have to be provided. So that is part of the investment. The the great part about Airbnb uh, now is that the same way that you can have a rental and have a management company basically managing the property for you, you can do the same thing with Airbnb. There are companies out there that that manage Airbnbs so that even that property or that process can be um, for all intents and purposes, completely hands off. And you're literally, again, sitting at home collecting a check. Uh, obviously, that check is based off of whatever investment that you've made into the property, but remains the same. You're, you're sitting at home uh, collecting a check. And even in the instance that we're talking about, it, it's not as big of a deal, the, the, the cash flow of the property, uh, the biggest thing is you have a safe place, a safer place uh, to, to, to hedge your money, to, to hold your money and basically not bet with the economy or bet with the current financial system, as you say, because the dollar is, is, is diminishing in value. So, I mean, let's say, and I know you've talked about this on, on thousands of occasions where you know, back in the day, you could put, if you got to a million dollars, you were set. 
like you didn't have to work. All you do is put that thousand dollars into uh, in, into an account, and the interest that you earned off that money would be enough to live for yep. the rest of your life. Yeah, like, like that was the goal. Let me get a million. I'm good to go for life. Uh, and, and case now, uh, if you put a million into a, just a standard savings account now, you getting what a hundred dollars a year? It's ridiculous. Something like that. Man, you can't. <laughs> You can't even buy bonds, and I mean, you buy a bond, and you might make fourteen thousand dollars a year. If, if if you take that that same million and, and and put it into real estate, granted, out of all probability, um, given the current market situation, you're you're going to cash flow. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring in money uh, off of that money. But the biggest thing is that that million after one year. And I was talking to somebody about this earlier, just with residential real estate here in Texas or in the DFW Metroplex, we're seeing values increase approximately anywhere from 10 upwards to 16% a year, or at least this year, 10 to 16%. Mm-hmm. Like That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that stopping. Mm-hmm. It may slow down a little. We may drop down, drop back down to 5%, which is still phenomenal right. when, you know, that they say the, the average of what's supposed to happen is 3%. Well, and, 3%. That is what's supposed to happen. And let's, I don't want to keep going, but I want to sit on this for a second because I think the math that's magic that, that, that me and you might get, but I want to slow it down for the people listening is when you say a million dollars, then if you're buying, let's say, Airbnbs with a million dollars, you can buy, you know, let's let's subtract out furnishing the homes and be conservative. But let's say let's say you can buy four million dollars worth of Airbnb properties. Right. And, have and, you know, because uh, you could really buy five. But let's say you put a million into furnishing and making them nice. Right. So you could. So you can you know, you can buy four million worth of properties. Right. And so going to that five percent number, uh, if, if, if four million increases by. Five percent, right? Because that's the amount of property that you can control, right? Five percent of four million is two hundred thousand dollars. So, so your your million, your million, because that's your money, right? The other, the other three million right. you borrowed from the bank, right? So your million appreciated by two hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? And, and and the taxes and interest are being paid for by the tenants. So your million made twenty percent. Off of just a five percent increase. If it's a ten percent increase, then that's four hundred thousand or 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 forty percent right. know, off of your million. And like, and that's the beauty of real estate for me is like that math. Because if you can get the, if you don't even got a cash flow, if you can just get the things covered, you know, right? At, you know, after you net out management fees, property taxes, debt service, which you know, which is relatively easy. Um, you know, any extra cash you make on top is gravy. But in this environment, I mean, just the appreciation of all the from all the money printed to take your money, I think is is beautiful. Absolutely, uh, and, and and to even and, and I know you didn't say it at, at at the beginning. So just to even break it down further, so so what 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 Philip is saying is that you have a million cash. You go to the bank and you. I am buying four properties that I need a loan on so that, and I'm going to use this million as my, this is my investment. 
and you're going to give me four and I'm going to go get four properties with it. And, and granted, that is being conservative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So you got a million, you get four. Um, and then that money, other people's money, you're ma- making money off of it, which is exactly what the bank does with your savings account. Mm-hmm. They take the money that you put in the bank and invest it so that the bank can make money. So at that point in time, you are now operating as if you are the bank. I'm using other people's money to create income and wealth for myself. That, that's the ultimate goal. Absolutely. That's, that's what the system was designed for. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Supposed right. to playing in the system, I am making the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, sir. So, so, um, so you can get you can get property management for Airbnb for 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 rental income. And this is a question that you that you may or may not know. So feel free to let me know. But I would imagine too, because I remember I, I had a managing partner, and he had farmland <clears throat> where he had like you know I don't know he had c- cattle and all that stuff on it. But he was like, I mean, he wasn't there enough to manage it himself. And, and we and he had this guy, I forget the guy's name, that would like manage it for him. But you can even you can even do it with farming, right? You can get you like a what do you call them, a cattle rancher, or I don't know what the technical term is for, but you could basically buy it and then have somebody milk the goat, you know, milk the, the, the cows and feed the chickens and mow the grass and till the land. Now, now you know that I am 100 percent city. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, my, 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 I am just like you imagine. Yes, there, there's somebody out there that you can pay to, to, to manage even from an agricultural standpoint. I'm sure it exists. If, if we, we need to jump on that one. Yeah, yes, sir. We need, we, we need to find somebody. Go ahead and buy us some, 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 uh, uh, black farmland, call it Queen Sugar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get I get a fun, get a fun called Queen Sugar. It's a black farmland. I think I think out of all of them, that's gonna be one of the best investments if you could if you could navigate finding the right finding the right person to to manage it. I mean, but, but before the the rise of the metropolis, that was that was what everybody wanted, and it's tried and true. Because if you have that amount of land, you literally have everything you need. If if Ish hit the fan, and you got forty acres. You good. Mm-hmm. You, you can grow your own food. I'm pretty sure that you got some kind of animal out there that if you really wanted to to to, to get that meat, you kill it and eat it. I mean, one, one cow can feed a whole family, a big family for like a year. You chop that mug up and freeze it. True statement. So um, so no, man. Uh, well, this is good information. Uh, we'll have to break these different topics down into, into smaller topics throughout the podcast, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump into that, to the Airbnb world uh, a little more. And we, and we going to take a deep dive into that one because even I'm interested personally. Yeah. yeah, no, me too. Me, me too. Personally, like I, the, the, uh, that's the, the next step in evolution of our wealth building plan is to, you know, right now we're aggressively uh, building up our Bitcoin war chest you know, then next we're going to build up our real estate war chest, starting with Airbnbs and eventually figure out how to get some farmland. So I'm, uh, I wasn't playing about the farmland part. So, so this is a bit off topic, 
uh, it ain't really off topic because you talk about Bitcoin all the time. But when, when do you see the, the, the dollar diminishing to the point where Bitcoin or, or I'll even I'll group it and say crypto is, is the dominant currency worldwide? Yeah, I don't. I, the, the short answer is I don't. I don't know. You know, short answer. What what I what I what I do see is it's already happening. You know, because a, a currency really is a couple things, and I'm forgetting the third one. But it's a store of value and a unit of measure. Right? I forget what the third one is. Um, I I actually think the dollar will stay like our unit of account, meaning. Like we we may continue to 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 measure things. Say, hey, I'm going to buy this bed for a, a dollar or whatever, um, mm-hmm. or five dollars. I think it's going to happen for a while. I think I think what's been happening for since 1971, we're just kind of really waking up to it. Is the detachment from the from the dollar being a store of value, right? I mean, the dollar has been the, its store of value has been being clipped away, you know, more and more. As interest rates are going down, 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 down over time, because you can't really, you know, what I'm saying you not you can't really earn much by holding dollars, and so, um, and so that is shifting into now Bitcoin, uh, but it's been shifting to real estate, stocks, tech stocks, all those kind of things, and so um, when will it completely become a unit of value? I don't know. I think I think the trigger point would be once the once the oil, the energy producing uh, countries decide to price energy in bitcoin which will make sense because it, you know um, that's what russia russia doesn't want to price oil in dollars china doesn't want to price oil in dollars only reason why saudi arabia still does was because of the deal we did with them in the, in the late 70s early 80s you know iran doesn't want to price oil in dollars like it's you know what i'm saying so 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 it could potentially happen next year <laughs> you know what i'm saying or 10 years from now it's just I don't know. When you, when you, the reason why I can't answer that question is it's hard to handicap politics because politics is not rational. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. <laughs> it, it, it just, I wonder if I'm going to see it. That, 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 that's the big thing. I wonder if I'm going to see it. Yeah. I, yeah I, I think we'll see it in our lifetime. Even, even now, and, and this is very minor, but it's major. Like people don't carry cash. Like everything is on a card on your phone like so the the people have already lost touch with the physical dollar Mm -hmm. so when you start to lose touch with the physical dollar when you're not touching it it don't matter what you call it right so again it's minor that's that's true that's true so we'll see i think we'll see in our lifetime you know just this is a matter of when you know Mm -hmm. I, 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 i think i think we would hope for it to be I personally hope for it to be later rather than sooner. Because sooner, if it happens sooner, it'll create all kind of chaos. I just rather we just wake up one day and dollar the dollar goes away, but we're like, oh cool, like we already have a bunch of money. You know, what I'm saying we already got a third of our assets in Bitcoin, so you know, doesn't really doesn't really blow up trade or anything. Ah, food for thought. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, let everybody know they can reach you if they have any. Uh, any questions about anything? Uh, best way to get a hold of me is my cell phone. It's 317-372-3022. Uh, you can email me at rob at inkrealtygroup.com. That is ink with a K. And we... 
five yesterday, by the way. Shout out to Ink. Congratulations. Yeah. And I'm Rob L, the realtor. Uh, most social media channels. Enjoy your week. Until next week. Yes, sir. Make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.